it's taken me a long time to realize that one of the things that has caused me or for me to have caused myself so much unnecessary suffering are my overreactions to things that people say to me or do to me or even in some cases things that people don't do that somehow I have set up inappropriate expectations for what I think they should do or what I had hoped that they would do. And most in most cases when I'm speaking about mindfulness and mindful coping, it's really talking more specifically about situations that we can tend to find ourselves in fairly commonly. But in this case, this is really more of taking a higher level look at a behavior or probably what I would refer, refer to as a set of behaviors. And what I mean by that is that if you can picture, the best analogy that I can use for this is what's referred to in the business world, and I believe also in, you know, in tactical situations, as setting up a war room. I've actually have been in business environments before where there is a room that's dedicated for a lot of processing of, of large amounts of information video screens, whiteboards, there's a lot of paper moving around, and there is, you know, replaying of past events. There are a lot of plans being made about ways to respond to things in the future, and it takes a lot, I would think it takes a lot of organizational and uh, mental bandwidth, human mental bandwidth, to make these sorts of decisions and analyze large volumes of information. And so when I think about a war room, I'm talking more about from a human standpoint, a human behavioral standpoint, this is more of what I'd refer to as kind of a spin on that. It's what I refer to as an emotional war room. And when I'm speaking in terms of mindfulness, what I'm really talking about here is it can be a fairly simple all the way to a very complex set of reactions that we can have as human beings when someone says something to us or does something to us that causes us pain in some way. We're hurt, we're angry, we're offended, uh, we're, be we're bewildered, we're confused, we don't really know what to make of it. Sometimes these things can stop us right in our tracks and we don't really know what to do next and don't even know how to respond. And that's really what it comes down to is that if I'm not careful, if I'm not aware that I am reacting to something in the moment, and I found that if the question were to be posed, how do I keep from making this huge emotional and mental investment in this kind of complicated infrastructure, you know, setting up a war room emotionally in our minds where we are, we're overwhelming ourselves and overloading ourselves with a lot of information. We're replaying the scenarios in our minds. We're trying to decide how we're going to respond. Uh, we may actually just respond without thinking about how we should respond. And it usually comes from a place of not being completely present in the situation and in that moment. And so the idea is, you know, how do we keep from doing this mindlessly? How do, we, how do we get to a place where we don't allow ourselves to expend all of these resources and waste all of these resources? And they are precious resources. We only have so much energy. We only have so much time. 
So we want to be, I know that I at least want to be, and, I, and many people I've talked to feel the same way, we want to be very careful about conserving our resources and using them where it counts. So how do I, you know, the question could be posed, you know, what do I do? How do I keep myself from doing this? Or if I have started doing this, how do I shut the whole thing down and be done with it? The most important thing about this is that to, I think, to really take a look at, first of all, I know for me, I have gone back and looked at numerous situations in my life where someone has hurt me. They've said something, they've done something that has caused me to react negatively in an emotional way and begin to, to be, my mind is flooded with thoughts about how I'm feeling about what has either been said to me or has been done to me. And once I can see that I have begun to do this, even if I can catch myself, if I can't catch myself right as I'm starting to put these, you know, put this thing together, I'm starting to, I'm thinking the kind of thoughts that lead to me continuing to focus on something that will tempt me in some way or entice me in some way to begin to create some sort of infrastructure to uh, to begin to have all these chains, long chains of thoughts about why I'm hurt or why I'm feeling negatively in some way. And if I can catch myself, the sooner the better. And this is really where mindfulness practice comes in. And that I want to be able to, as soon as possible, be aware that I'm either, you know, making plans to build that infrastructure, I'm starting to build it, or in some cases, I, you know, if I haven't been fully present for a while, that uh, that enterprise, so to speak, may be up and running. And what's really interesting about it is, is that I don't, you know, the, the I don't need to try very hard to not do this. I don't need to really focus on trying to stop it once it has started. What I really need to do is just be aware that I'm doing it. And the more that I'm aware that I am expending my own resources that are that are scarce in some cases, my energy and my time doing these, if I'm, I'm spending them doing these things, in many cases that's enough for me to be able to just let go of the need to be invested in this. I no longer have to be personally invested in all of all of these uh, reactions that I'm having, all of these thoughts, the desire to somehow, uh, you know, want to lash out at someone and all of the thoughts that I'm having about how if I was going to retaliate in some way and there, there can be an endless chain of what I refer to as behaviors that really are just taking a defensive stance and they really don't serve any purpose for me. And so what I really want to do is to be able to put myself in a position where I can just let loose of this and not really need to feel like I have to take it seriously. And the more that I practice being aware of what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling what I also find is that I am habitually more likely to really not engage in this and fully invest it and in the future. 
and I know it is difficult. I have definitely had times, and I've even had some situations here just this past week where there has been a tremendous feeling of negative emotions. I'm feeling all kinds of things. Uh, I had a situation earlier this week where I felt offended by someone who said something to me, and it hit me the wrong way. And I found myself, you know, being very, uh, very hurt and upset. And then all of a sudden, I started having all these thoughts about what I thought, what I thought that that person was really saying or doing to me by saying the things that they did. And then I felt myself, and I'm really just kind of relating this because it is, it's breathtaking to me to see how quickly we can set up an emotional war room like this. How quickly we can begin to overload ourselves with thoughts about the person that's either said or done something to us, somehow feeling like they have really let us down or really hurt us in some way, and we can find ourselves feeling a myriad of different negative emotions. And so when I looked at this earlier this week, I was literally able to see it happen. I could, you know, I, I caught myself in the act, so to speak. And this is really the main benefit of mindfulness practice is that it's not going to really rewire me in terms of, you know, it's not going to ensure that I'm perfect or that I just, you know, or that I'm above reacting in the way, in the ways that a human being does. That's not really what this is about. What it is really is about allowing me to even be more fully human. It's allowing me to, I don't have to waste time and energy trying not to do things. You know, as I've, as I've said many times to people, this is not a self-improvement project. What this really is, if it's a project at all, it is the type of project that allows me to be here more. I can actually more fully inhabit my own humanness. I can allow myself to feel offended. I can feel hurt when these things happen. I don't have to pretend like I'm above it or that I'm somehow beyond the need to feel these things. I can let myself feel whatever I'm going to feel. I just don't have to always believe it. And that's really the distinction here is that in, in terms of being offended the way I was earlier this week, and it's not really even important to get into the story. The details themselves aren't really that important. But it's that I don't have to be afraid of being offended. I don't have to be afraid. And for many, many years, that's what I, the way that I lived because I really wasn't sure that I could cope with being in a situation where I was vulnerable, being around people where I could not control the outcome. I most likely, in a lot of these cases, this was really involving being around people I didn't know that well or maybe that I had just met. And I really didn't have that feeling of safely being able to control all the variables any further. And I think that's really what taking a deeper look at this is about. It's that we can, if we're not careful, can set up, you know, a very complex infrastructure of reactions and thoughts that feed other thoughts. And pretty soon I can be so far away from here because I have literally, you know, quote unquote, left the building, so to speak. And I'm, you know, way down the road, I'm miles down the road. I'm in another time zone, not, you know, not to mention another state, so to speak. I am somewhere else and I'm really deeply lost in this. And the more resources that I expend with this, 
you know, the more video screens there are, and this is all hypothetically or metaphorically speaking, you know, the more processing power I'm setting up behind the scenes to churn all this stuff around in my mind and replay it over and over and over again with, I'm trying to remember what they call that in sports. There is the color, what I think they call that the color commentary. And I've done that so much for, you know, regarding my own feelings and the mindfulness practice has really allowed me to slow all that down. And if I can't, you know, I'm not, I can't always prevent it from, from these projects, you know, starting, so to speak, but it is easy to shut it down once I'm aware that I'm doing this and it's not going to lead to anything but suffering for myself and suffering uh, toward that I can inflict on others. And it's not that I want to hurt anybody, but sometimes I can be so filled with righteous indignation. I can be so confused and hurt and so deeply offended that I'm not really being rational any longer. I'm just, you know, someone has hurt me and if I'm not careful, I'm going to be human and lash out at them. Or maybe I'm going to lash out at someone else who needs something from me, but I'm too busy running this war room and keeping this gigantic enterprise of, of obsessive thoughts going and, and I, I can't really be here with them. I can't really meet anyone's needs because I am too busy feeding you know all of my energy and focus into having all these thoughts about what I need to do and, and really overanalyzing what was done to me and how dare they do that and it's it goes on and on and the cool part about this is is I don't have to uh, I don't have to you know I don't have to judge myself for this all I really need to do is let go of the need to do it and if I can just allow myself to be human and if I really have, said something that I shouldn't have or done something that I shouldn't have. Clearly, it's not okay for me to harm other people emotionally or in any other way. And I don't want to do that. And I generally, for the most part, don't. But I'm not perfect. I've certainly had my moments. And I really believe that for me, what has allowed me to make sure or ensure in some way that I can be more fully human and forgive myself when I do get carried away sometimes is to pay attention to what is actually going on. I don't necessarily need to understand all of it. This isn't about analysis. I don't need to, uh, you know, I no longer need to analyze all of this and really understand it. But what I really need to do is just be aware of it and get as much insight as I possibly can, but not over to the point of overanalyzing this or paralyzing myself with all of the analysis. I really just need to be aware of what I'm doing. It's really, it's, it's very simple, but it's just, you know, it's not, it's in terms of taking these actions, it's not always easy. And the more that I have practiced mindfulness, the more it has helped me cope with these times when I am really getting lost and really building an infrastructure uh, of, of obsessive thoughts about something and, re, you know, taking a really defensive stance and I have, I've, done, I've been, become aware of this where I have felt, you know, I've invested in this so much and felt these feelings so strongly and thought so obsessively about my reactions to this that I may be interacting with someone who has nothing to do with what happened that started this and where I decided to start, you know, developing these habitual reactions. 
uh, you know, to, to something that's happened. And I can find myself, I can find that it colors my interactions with people who have nothing to do with this. And in terms of coping, that's really where mindfulness can help me because if I have had a situation with someone else that I am still struggling with and trying to uh, work through and process, I don't want to really carry that baggage with me into my interactions with other people. So I'm not saying necessarily that mindfulness can allow us to on the spot resolve something. That's not really what I'm talking about. We may need some time to process those things. And I know that there are various uh, modes, various modes or modalities of healing are, uh, you know, this, the struggles that we've had with certain emotions that have overwhelmed us. And those things may take some time, but in the meantime, where mindfulness can really help join with those modalities of healing is that it it keeps bringing me back to the present moment. It gives me the strength and empowers me to be able to, even if I am overwhelmed with a feeling of some sort, I may not have the luxury of being able to go walk away from the situation. I may be in a situation where I have to be around this person for one reason or another, and I need to find a way to be able to cope with that without wanting to lash out at them. Or I may want to lash out at them, but without actually doing it, without without doing every or following through on every urge I have to retaliate against someone or, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, you know, in my mind, even the score, so to speak. And, the, and all these things are human. And I, there again, it's, you know, I want to have compassion on myself and certainly want to have compassion for others who are feeling these things because we all do. It's all part of that human experience. But what I really find is that if I can allow myself to let go of the need to be so invested and so identified in setting up this gigantic mental and emotional enterprise and, and, and analyzing all of this, I can just let it be what it is and let it be what it was without the need to keep telling myself you know, what it was and just let you know, the healing process happen on its own and try to stay out of my own way. And if there are things, you know, various modalities of healings, healing that I can utilize, I'm much more likely to make a better and more effective decision about what I can try to do to help move that healing process along if I am out staying out of my own way. And mindfulness practice really and truly is the core practice for me to help stay out of my own way, emotionally speaking, and to make sure that I'm not spending precious resources setting up gigantic enterprises or emotional war rooms to do battle, so to speak, with, in many cases, nothing more than what they refer to as a straw man. It's something that isn't even really there. I've just created it in my head. And I can. there's a time and a place where I can laugh at the silliness of that, but it may not be right away. There may need to be some time that passes before I can get to a place where I'm not feeling those feelings so strongly. And I just need to trust myself and allow myself that time. But meanwhile, I have responsibilities to take care of. I have people who are depending on me. I want to be there for the people that, uh, that, I, that I need to be there for. And mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice allows me to be able to do that and to be able to take those resources and use them and focus the, 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 that energy and that time that I have 
on things that are going to be productive and beneficial uh, for other people and also healthier for me and for them as well. It's really just about where I put my focus and where I choose to put my resources. And that's really what it comes down to in this particular case.